1: Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios with an office in Pinconning and another in Saginaw, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. You can find us online by going to insightfolios.com. Our goal on today's show is going to be to tap into the almost three decades of experience that Kevin possesses about the financial world and all the knowledge that he brings to the table each week and see if we can learn a little bit about how to make it to and through retirement uh, with a little bit more comfort, with a little bit better plan in place than maybe what we have right now. We're going to have some fun along the way as well as we do each and every week. Kevin, great to be with you. How are you, sir?
0: Well, Walter, I did something for the first time in months in Michigan. Guess what I did?
1: Uh, You wore shorts. Uh,
0: no I, pants I, I turned on the furnace <laughs> you turned on the furnace okay i had to turn on the furnace wednesdays oh, i was on the right track of a, yeah, a temperature were. change right. you were yeah <laughs> but uh no doing good uh, falls coming in the swing hunting fishing be coming through you know that always gets me excited and I'll be headed off to Montana in a little bit, and I'm all pumped up here for this fall season. So,
1: well, we've got a good show on the way today. We're going to uh, bring mom into the equation today. We're going to do some financial planning uh, with mom um, in honor of our moms. We're going to take some things that they used to tell us and apply them to financial planning. That should be a lot of fun, and we're going to talk about tax planning. You know, it, it, it may not be April. Kevin, but it's always a good time to talk about tax planning because it really should be something that's happening year-round or at least on your mind whenever you make big financial changes and decisions. So we're going to dive into all of those topics today, but you wanted to turn the tables on me and uh, start the show off with a a history lesson that you're quizzing me on. Is that right?
0: I did. You know, I have a, a good client out there named Bob and he sends out a nice little newsletter and I think we did this a few months ago, but I thought we'd start off with historical happenings in the month of September and kind of quiz you.
1: Okay, historical Uh, happenings in the month of September, all right. Yep. In
0: 1779, John Paul Jones uttered the famous words. Do you remember what they were?
1: Oh, man. You're just going to make me look really bad on Uh, today's show.
0: I have not yet begun to fight. Oh. All right. All right. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm questioning you now my, Walter. So,
1: so. i have a long story about my u.s history class all right our okay. teacher was uh was arrested uh three weeks into class and we learned the rest of u.s history that year by watching movies like forrest gump so oh, okay that makes
0: sense <laughs> well then i'll give you some answers how's that okay good in 1780 general arnold gives west point plans to the british 1789 the u.s treasury fed and supreme courts formed as the bill of rights was sent for states for ratification you know think of that that's 1789 wow so long I, ago uh something current here in michigan in 1908 billy durant created general motors in flint
1: there you go i could have yes. guessed that one uh
0: in ni- 1900 galveston hurricane killed more than six thousand mm-hmm. people so it's been going on for you know a while. and then the last one i'm going to ask you this one the first presidential tv debate was between
1: who Ooh, first tv debate that might have been mm, let's see we're talking probably in the what in the 50s right six 60s in I 60s give you a okay.
0: yeah 1960
1: 1960 so that would have been
0: uh n- google on it yeah yeah uh, <laughs> the Debate 1960 Nixon Nixon and
1: uh who ran against Nixon I don't know who,
0: who JFK against- oh JFK okay JFK okay. yeah so that was a little history lesson for the morning. I thought it'd be fun to start off with and turn the Ken- tables Kennedy on Kennedy was going to
1: be my other guest, and then... Uh, sure. I, I swear. <laughs> 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 there, I Googled, I Googled it now. There it is. There so. you go. Well,
0: that's but pretty the, cool. Yeah. Um, Bobby always sends these out, and they're pretty interesting stuff, so I thought I'd pass a little, few of those along this week and, and uh, enlighten maybe a little bit on our history classes and go back a little bit in time and refresh our memories. I
1: feel like I know... Like I feel like I have a good grasp of some elements of history, but sometimes dates and things like that just don't uh, don't stick. I don't know what it is, but uh, well, amazing. you just
0: graduated what three four years ago, so you should <laughs> sure. know all this stuff. We'll, st- we'll, st- we'll stick with that as, I <laughs> as the story. Sure, okay. why not?
1: It's been a little longer than that, oh, all right. um, but yeah, that's good. Uh, I-, I like learning about this kind of stuff, so that's great. Um, there you have it. Some good history details for you in the month of September. That was rough. That was a rough go of it, Kevin. Hopefully October. Maybe if you hit me again with this in October, I'm going to have to brush up on some dates and names and places and locations and all those kinds of things. I'll
0: have to give you hints beforehand. That's right. That's yeah. right.
1: At least it wasn't as bad as I saw thing uh, video the other day where they had people mark they had people mark on an empty global map where the United States of America was, and it was pretty impressive in a sad way how many people. Couldn't yes. find it on the map. It was it was shocking. So I feel like I can at least get that one. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
0: Florida should stick out like a sore thumb, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's a
1: pretty unique shape. You know, yeah, it's not yeah, like it you're is. finding a random country in the middle yeah. of uh, in the middle of or, nowhere. Or or
0: Italy, yes, right. Yeah. right. Italy.
1: There's there's some easy ones to identify out there. Remember yeah. when you were kids doing the fill in the map game? I do. And whenever it came to Europe, it was always like, oh man, <laughs> like <laughs> all the little tiny countries, like mm-hmm. Luxembourg and. Uh, you know, where, which one it was, uh, Belgium and Poland. I always got mixed up where those, where those were, would always flip those around. And then, you know, which one's on top of the other Finland, Sweden, and Norway, I'm trying to remember which one, uh, layers on top. So anyway, we'll have to do it. We can't really do a geography uh, quiz though, as well here on the radio. We don't have the visuals. So it's tough. It's, yeah, tough. it's a little tougher. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into uh, today's show. Kevin, we've got lots of good things to dive into. Let's bring mom into the equation. Uh, mom would be disappointed in, uh, in my grade on the history exam, although she was not a big, uh, history was her worst subject too. My mom was at least, so uh, <laughs> she, she, was, she was not a fan. So here we go. Things mom told us when we were younger and how we can apply that to financial planning. I don't know about you, Kevin, but I must have heard this a million times growing up, because I said so. Whenever you question mom on something, because I said so was the response.
0: I looked it up in the dictionary one time. I never seen that anywhere, you know?
1: The, um, the phrase, because yeah, I said yeah, so? Yeah. Because
0: I said so, yes. Yeah. Um, well, why did mom say that, Walter? Uh,
1: because mom knows best, right?
0: Yeah. and then Or maybe she didn't have a better answer. Or doesn't have at a better the, answer. One at of the at two. The time. <laughs> so I'm betting this happens to a lot of people concerning financial advisors. You know, you take the time, you go to a financial advisor, you want to get a proper financial plan put in place. You sit down with that advisor for all oh, maybe a couple hours and you know get your plan started. You tell them about your fixed income, your social security, your pensions, your rentals, show them all kinds of financial statements. They ask you a bunch of questions. You know, you tell them what time you want to retire and along with all you know a bunch of other information, it takes a while. And at the end of the meeting, the advisor what, what usually happens? Well, he goes behind the scenes or she goes behind the scenes and puts together a plan based usually on an assumed rate of return. You come back to the advisor's office maybe oh, maybe a couple of weeks later. What do you think you find, Walter, on, on average from the people I'm talking to, I should say? What do they find? Yeah. What what do you think the advisor presents them? Oh, they
1: probably are able to you know look up the answer and find it out for later.
0: Yeah, well, they're usually an 80-page plan or something like that that right. has lots of graphs, pie charts, projections. And at the end of the meeting, now, now I'm, I'm just telling you what people are telling me. And I mean, they walk away more confused than when they started. And the reason is simple. The advisor can't explain the reasoning behind your recommendations in a way that you can understand. You're overwhelmed with all the information that's going on. And when you're overwhelmed, we talk about this every week on the show, it leads to procrastination. So I think that's the equivalent of because I said so. You go to a financial advisor, they give you this big plan, and you really don't understand it, but it's because I said so. And that's exactly why we created the Simplicity Tree Plan. You know, you're gonna understand the recommendations. You can see if you're on track with your goals every year. And more. most importantly, you're gonna see how your investments will produce the income you need over the next 30 years. So if you're going to an advisor and you're getting those answers, you need to dig deeper. You need to have a plan that's easy to understand, easy for you to grasp, easy for you to follow, and not something that overwhelms you and leads you to procrastinate. And if that's you, keep looking. Keep you know being persistent, and you'll find the right answer.
1: If you want to get in touch with Kevin to talk about that plan, you can do that by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 885 He is your financial coach at Insight Folios in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. Go uh, again to InsightFolios.com if you want to get more information online and get in touch that way as well. InsightFolios.com or call 888-885-PLAN. Another example of something mom told us, I don't know at what age she started telling me this, Kevin, but I feel like it was pretty young when I was indeed still a child. Uh, if you want to act like a child, I'll treat you like one. But it was very effective. I didn't like hearing that because we all want to be, you know, big boys and girls. Big boys. Growing.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Big boys and girls. So I heard that several times, too. Walters. I'm sure most of our listeners has have out there. But let's go back to the typical planning session that will relate to this. You go into the advisor's office, and one of the questions they're going to probably ask you is, "On a scale of one to ten, how do you feel about risk?" Well, Walter, if I ask you that back in January, what would you, what would you say? If, uh, if you're going to take risk, what would you say in January?
1: Yeah, I, I feel pretty pretty good about taking risk. You know, yeah. things are yeah. feeling good right now.
0: Yeah. Eight or nine, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, based on that answer, guess what? Some advisors are going to build you a plan based on that eight or nine number you give them and then the pandemic came along i bet you your answer changed and let's say june is Mm -hmm. uh, you know on a scale of one to ten if they ask you the same question well let me ask you a question how does what you feel about risk have anything to do with your financial plan a lot a lot right well it factors in there right yeah but there is a different way instead of building a plan on some assumed rate of return or some assumed risk why don't you build your plan on a real number and i call it your retirement number this is the minimum rate of return you have to average over your lifetime so you don't run out of money isn't that number more important than on a scale of one to ten what do you absolutely positively have to maintain to get to where you're going and some people you know if you want to are just based on risk. So if you know, I think we can relate if you want to act like a child I treat you like one, because some advisors will do that to you, they're just going to go back and, and not, you know, inform you, they're going to maybe put you on the path on which your answer was in January compared to June, things change. So you want to be informed, you want to be well educated along the way, and you want to be treated like a grown up.
1: That's a pretty, uh, pretty obvious one there. I think that's a, a great one to talk about. Want to act like a child? I'll treat you like one. I'm going to remember <laughs> that for the parenting days when those roll around soon. This one was a little bit different for me growing up, Kevin. You know, the, the classic is if all your friends jumped off the bridge, would you do it too? There was a little bit of that for mom and dad growing up. Um, although, I, for whatever reason, I tend to remember mom telling me to go play on Wendover Boulevard um, whenever I was being a little bit too annoying. So, a little bit different than this one, but that stuck <laughs> in my head. I don't know. Jumping off a bridge, running in front of traffic, they kind of equated in my mind a little bit. But
0: A little little different advice, huh? That's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. She, If I wasn't listening and then I was a smart aleck and said, yeah, sure, i jump off the bridge, that's when she'd tell me to go play on I-40. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I heard that over along with everybody else, too, right? And uh, what do you think... There- how can we relate this back to the financial advice, Walter? What do you think?
1: Well, I think it's like following following the herd, you know? So right, if everybody's right. hopping in on a hot stock or just the opposite, if everybody's, you know, bailing and dumping and, and trying to get out of the way of something, you know, should you do it too?
0: Yeah. You would be amazed how many people I talk to will follow what I call water cooler advice in their own planning. Let me give you an example. There's a guy and his actual name is Joe. I was talking to someone here recently. And Joe has this perception with all the other workers that he's pretty successful. And he's always giving out some sort of free advice. And therefore, because he's successful and has that, you know, that impression that he's successful, people tend to believe that he's correct. But what Joe is not telling you is his circumstances are probably totally different than yours. Joe and a spouse may both have pensions where you don't. That makes a big difference. Uh, they may have a lot of debt and you don't. When A lot of debt, what does that do? It maybe leads Joe to taking more risks than maybe he should. They may be getting a big inheritance coming down the road. When you sit down and start the planning process, it has to be tailored just for you. Not a one-size-fits-all plan, and following Joe, I can guarantee, is not a plan. Um, It may not get you through retirement. That's the problem with following Joe's advice and figure it out sit down with an advisor before you retire focus on income and the reason is this what good is it to have your entire nest egg invested into a strategy that doesn't produce income when income is what you need i think a lot of people will follow that growth growth trail Till the end, and you you've gotten growth through all your working years. Now it's income. You need to change the folks. Needs to be the mental focus change on your part because income is what you're going to need. You don't have a paycheck coming in no more. So think of your dollars as employees. Those in dollars got to go out and work, and they got to bring home the paycheck. It's a different mind shift, and I think some people have a tough time doing it. So. Just because your friends are going for growth doesn't mean you have to grow for growth. You should be focusing on income and investments that produce income and up years, down years, and sideways years.
1: That's a great point, Kevin. Another example, maybe just one more here, of the financial planning advice that mom, unbeknownst to her, was giving us all these years. One day you'll thank me. I can definitely hear that one clearly in my head. Listen, Walter, I know you don't understand right now, but one day you'll thank me.
0: Well, and that's true, isn't it? It is. I've had many days, not one day, I have many days where I think back and think, geez, Mom, thanks for giving me that advice.
1: Yeah, thanks for letting me do that dumb thing I wanted to do. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, well, exactly. You know, we all can remember a day when your mom, you know, made you do something that you really didn't want to do and you thought was totally crazy at the time. But as we just said, later you found out was the smartest thing you could do at the time. The same thing can be said about working with a good advisor. You may think, you know, you sit down with the advisor and you may think, well, geez, your, your fees are high. Or, you know, his fees are, her, her fees are so high, you could do it by yourself. And you really don't need their help. There will come a time where that advisor is going to help you um, from making a really bad decision. A good advisor, that's what they do. An advisor can help you through a lot of emotional turmoil. What if you get a divorce? The advisor can help you navigate through all the decisions that's going to come down the road. When the market crashes again, Walter, you notice I said when the market crashes again. Not if, yeah. Not if, when it crashes again, you're gonna find out if that advisor put together a solid income plan. And the crash didn't affect your income. That's where the planning comes into play. You need, because we know we're gonna go through several market crashes and pandemics, and then whatever comes down the road, um, you want that advisor to keep you grounded from making bad financial decisions. What if you're forced into an early retirement? And this is where your advisor is going to help you guide you through all the planning to help you prepare. A good financial advisor is this, Walter. This is what I this is what I boil it down. That they're going to help you make smart financial decisions that's going to impact the quality of your life from here until the day you walk out on life, and then even further in as, far as legacy planning goes, taking what you've had, what you've earned. What you want to pass on to your heirs and making sure they get down to your heirs in the most tax efficient way. So a good advisor is worth their pay, worth their planning and worth the time sitting down with them. Um, that, you know, I can't I can't stress that enough that, um, you know, think long, think hard. If this isn't what you do and your daily and living like we do, we focus on retirement planning. We're laser focused here. You need that type of guidance. In, in most cases, you need that coach to help you through all the times that we just um, related to.
1: Well, if you need some help from Kevin Ray here in the Tri-City area, it's really easy to actually start that conversation and to get in touch. All you have to do is call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You'll be able to leave us a quick note. Let us know that you want to get a complimentary review of your financial plan. You can do that in person, via Zoom, over a, you know video conference, or even just a simple phone call, whatever you're comfortable with to get the process started. But if you're thinking right now about some of the things that could be better about your financial situation and your retirement preparation, uh, well, that's what Kevin specializes in, helping people get to and through retirement and building plans that are unique to your situation. That's really important. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888 888- 885 7526 Call now while you're thinking about it. If you're tired of sales pitches, double talk, or maybe you just haven't paid enough attention to planning for retirement, now's the time to get in touch. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray.
0: No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial.
1: Thanks for being here today on Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. Kevin has about three decades of experience helping people get to and through retirement, and he's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, which, by the way, if you want to pick up a copy of that book with some more goodies you should order the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's a toolkit, a physical box that Kevin's going to send you for free, uh, packed with a couple of books, special reports, a couple of other goodies in there as well. It's going to teach you the first steps to learning how to achieve a worry-free retirement, and you can get the toolkit for free by texting the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. That's all you have to do. Put the word KIT in the message and send it to the number 33222. We'll text you right back with a link that you can click on, put in your address, and Kevin will walk over to the post office on Monday morning, most likely, and uh, send you a box, and you'll get the toolkit in the mail a couple of days later. It's that easy. So if you want to get your own Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Kevin Ray and the team at Inside Folios, just text the word KIT to the number 33222. The post office, I think, loves you quite a bit, Kevin. They love seeing you on Monday. They look, they look forward to our Monday morning
0: visits, yeah, because they're, like, excited, you know. How hey, much, how'd it go over the weekend? How many so, boxes yeah. you got to send out this time, yeah, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good stuff. Uh, we've got a uh, fun show underway already today, and uh, we want to make it much less fun by talking about taxes. No, I'm just kidding. We're, we're going to still have some fun talking about this, right, Kevin?
0: I think so. <laughs> we're going to try to make it, you know, try relevant to it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, here's what can make it fun. If you do tax planning properly – it can save you thousands and thousands of dollars. That should be fun for anybody to save that kind of money if you're, if you're doing it the right way and if there's the opportunity in your situation, which a lot of the time ends up being the case. Unfortunately, Kevin, I feel like this conversation about tax planning gets ignored by a lot of advisors. Do you feel like that's uh, similar in your experience?
0: It is, Walter. I think more people you know, are focusing on the, you know, just the planning itself, the income planning, or maybe the growth planning, than they are the tax planning. Tax planning, obviously, can take you a long way as far as it's what you keep that matters, not what you make. And that's what we're talking about here. I was reading an article from the Atlanta Journal and Constitution, Walter. Mm-hmm. And it's a guy named Wes Moss. You can look it up. And I think it was just recently here. And we're talking about taxes, so I thought this would be kind of uh, relative to the conversation. He's talking about whether President Trump wins or Biden gets in. So he was kind of re- relaying what the differences are. So let me give you an example. So the corporate taxes right now under Trump are 21%. Biden wants to go to 28 Income and payroll taxes under Trump are 37%, under Biden 52%. Uh, small business taxes under Trump 296 under Biden 396 Capital gains taxes and dividend taxes under Trump 23.8 and under Biden 43.4. Now, I'm not telling you that just to point out the differences. I'm telling you that to show you, to illustrate that tax rates change all the time, right? Let's look at the current tax bracket rates. Um, They're relatively low. We know that they're relatively low going back in history. So I can give you a little history lesson here, Walter. Uh, to kind of relate back to this article that we just went through oh no more history so so, so we're looking at <laughs> we're looking at some of these things you know the possibilities we're saying they're high but how high are they compared to history well in 1944 the war was going on the top rate peaked at 94% on your taxable income 94% that's a high tax rate over the next three decades, the, the top federal income tax rate remained high and never dipped below 70%. So that got us into the 1970s. And then, you know, the Economic Recovery Tax Act in 1981 slashed the highest rate from 70 to 50%. Still 50%. Think today, you know, we're relatively low. In the 1981, it was down to 50%. You know, it was indexed for inflation, those types of things. Then the Tax Reform Act came along in 1986 and it was two-tiered and it expanded the tax base and dropped the top rate to 28% beginning in 1988. So let's think about that. We started in 1944, it was 94%. We went to 1970s, it was 70%. We got in 1981, it was 50%. And then we went down to 28%. And then guess what? We're working our way back up. Uh, what does all this mean? You have a partner with you when it comes to your retirement savings. Did you know that Walter? Yes. And who's your partner? He's a crazy uncle. Crazy uncle. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to think, what can I do today to possibly save money in the future if tax rates go back up to 50, 60, 70 percent? And the current thinking is, and there's a lot of pundits out there that tell you the thing, the same thing with all of the unfunded liabilities we got going out there, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. So if we're in... Low tax rate environment right now, and you can do some things like maybe, you know, Roth conversions or, uh, you know, Roth IRAs or maybe setting up accounts and non-qualified accounts, what we call them, because the tax rates may be better. That's a thing to look into because it's what you keep that counts. Keep that in your back of your mind. I know it's a boring subject, but taxes should come into the planning aspect of your plan.
1: I feel like uh, the tax brackets, Roth conversions, both of those things are items that advisors aren't talking about enough with their clients. So it's good to hear that you go in depth on both of those things with the people that walk into, into your doors, into your office. What about uh, taxation and social security and planning around that? I feel like there's, there's a lot of talk about when to take social security, but not a lot of talk about the taxes surrounding that
0: issue. Well, you're talking social security, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the state of Michigan, the good news here is the state of Michigan doesn't tax your social security, but guess who does, Walter? The federal government. The federal government does, you know. So the portion of your benefits subject to taxation varies with how much income you have. So you're going to be taxed up to 50% of your benefits. So let's say you have, you know, $20,000 of Social Security, up to 50% of your benefits will be t- taxed federally if your income is between 25000 and 34000 for an individual or 32000 to 44000 for a married couple. So once you hit those trigger points, your Social Security becomes taxable. Now, up to 85%, we just talked about 50, now 85% of your benefits um, may be taxed if your income is more than $34,000 individual, $34,000, that's not a lot of money, or $44,000 couple. So sometimes you can plan for that, sometimes you can put assets in, or your, your investments in certain places that will help you lessen the tax on your Social Security. So let me give you an example. Say you have your your file and your individual file and you have $50,000 in income and you get $1,500 a month from Social Security. You're going to pay tax at 85%. $1,500 a month times 12 months is $18,000 a year. So you're going to be taxed at 85% of that or $15,300. Nobody pays taxes on more than 85% of their Social Security benefits at this time. We don't know in the future. So for purposes of determining that, how does the IRS do that? Well, they do it a couple of things. Income means your adjusted gross income plus non-taxable interest. That's right. uh, Tax-free municipal bonds are counted in there. And add half of your Social Security into that. So that's how if you go over those thresholds, those dollar figures, that's how it comes into play. So Social Security tax can be a big one going forward. You just got to plan for it if you can and make some adjustments going along the way to lessen that.
1: That's a great point. And again, I think just a great example of something that's not being talked about enough. Now, retirement feels like, you know, we talk about it being just uh, the start of another part of life. It's not the destination. Uh, It's just part of the journey. There's still a lot to get through in retirement, obviously, yet a lot of focus is still around getting to that date. I feel like something like RMDs really gets pushed way out into the distance because it doesn't come into play for most folks until their 70s. What about required minimum distributions need to be needs to be a part of this conversation about tax planning?
0: Well, that's a good that's a really good question. Let me let me tell you about a a young couple came in my office just the other day, Walter. We can kind of relate this to taxes because they were wondering, they had they were 32 years old and they already had saved $75,000, which is really good for a 32-year-old couple. And their question was, do I put it into a Roth 401k or do I put it into my traditional 401k? So we did a simple calculation. So if they had $75,000 and they started, um, you don't need your calculator, Walter. I'm going to give you the answer on this one. Okay. <laughs> um they, they put in $5,500 a year until they are age 65, so that's 33 years. And let's say they average 7% rate of return. They're going to have, at retirement, $1.4 million, okay? So there, now the question relates to RMD. So if we have an RMD, and if you do went the traditional route, that money that you saved has to, you at age 72, you have to take out what's called an RMD. So if it was a $1 million, your RMD at age 72 is going to be $36,000, meaning required minimum distribution. You have to take that $36,000 out. And when you take it out, what do you have to do, Walter? Taxes. You have to pay taxes on Mm -hmm. it. And then that tax, guess what, is going to be an income calculation to see if you pay tax on your Social Security. It's going to trigger it. If if it's $36,000, it's certainly going to trigger it. So the question came back, all right, so should I do the traditional 401k or the Roth 401k? Here's a great example of taxes. If we did the traditional 401k, all $1.4 million is taxable when you retire. 100% of it, whatever dollars you pull out, is all taxable. Now, on the other hand, if they started building the Roth 401k, when they retire, Uncle Sam is not the partner now. It's all tax-free. It's all your money. No RMDs. When and whatever money you pull out, if you still take that same 36000 no taxes. So RMDs, yes, you said it. It's way off into the future. People don't think about it. But guess what? That's an important plan of tax planning. Why? Because we have to figure in how much your RMD, what's it going to do your tax bracket? Is there something that maybe we can look 10, 15 years down the road and get ahead of that train that's coming down the tracks and lessen the impact of taxes? And there is. In most cases, there is. And how do you do it? Well, you sit down and you start the planning process incorporate tax planning into your financial planning because it's a critical portion of what you're going to do and what you're going to continue to do until you walk on on life so take that into consideration you know just don't you know focus on growth just don't focus on income focus on all of that and then focus on how the taxes are going to affect your net worth or your overall planning
1: if you have not been taking into account the impact of taxes on your financial and retirement plan, now is the time to do that. Take it seriously because there is uh, there are a lot of mistakes that can be made there. But in a more positive light, there are a lot of opportunities that you might be able to take advantage of that could save you thousands of dollars in your retirement life. and. You know, we were talking about sayings from mom earlier on in the show today. One she might have told us as well as you know, a penny saved is a penny earned, um, or a dollar saved is a dollar earned, I guess, depending on, on where you come from. But uh, it's the same, same kind of concept uh, all these years later as you prepare for retirement. Uh, if, you know, there's a lot of focus on earning that extra dollar, but if you can save that dollar as well, it's just as good. And so we want to make sure that we're not paying attention, that we're not 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 paying attention to (laughs) to that tax situation. That's for sure. If you want to get in touch with Kevin, here's what you need to do. Talk about your financial plan, about taxes, how you're going to plan to get to and through retirement income planning and everything in between. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call. That's 888-885-7526. He is your financial coach at Insight Folios in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Reck. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. My fun question for you this week, Kevin, what weird food combinations do you enjoy?
0: Well, I think I've told this before, Walter, but when I was a kid and we went to my grandmother's and we stayed there during the summer for breakfast, she gives a choice. Now, it was either cereal or something called slop.
1: (laughs) She'd pull out the trough and uh, here's your slop. Okay, great.
0: what slop was this? It was a piece of homemade bread and she poured coffee over it and then she put milk on it and then she put a little bit of sugar on it. So I guess Ooh, that's that a weird color. So, I like yeah, that. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking back of it now. I, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound too bad again. Maybe I have to. Wait, so bread with
1: milk and sugar?
0: homemade piece of bread, she okay. poured coffee all over the bread, saturated, oh coffee, okay, yep, yep, and then she put a little milk on it and then a little sugar. I think that was her way to get you used to drinking coffee, but
1: what a bizarre
0: uh, mix, yeah,
1: I mean, it's like all my favorite things combined, but uh, i've it's, it's definitely a little
0: weird, and you know what's even weirder is I don't drink coffee,
1: huh, so it didn't yeah. work
0: it did, well, it didn't work, but I still like the taste of it, so <laughs> yep,
1: that is really weird, bread, coffee, milk, and sugar, yep. Very interesting. Um, I don't know. Uh, is, is does it have a name? I'm looking. I'm googling as we talk. I see this recipe for cafe espresso with. You know, okay, that's just a that's just a drink. Yeah, that's I'm not saying coffee soaked bread pudding may have been kind of what she was angling for there. Maybe it was kind of. I guess that would make sense. Kind of like a bread pudding, just like a yeah. poor poor man's version of bread pudding maybe
0: but she called it slop. slop slop there you go slop yep
1: wow how about that okay milk toast is bread and milk apparently is a thing here we go this recipe uses toasted cinnamon sugar brioche bread dipped in milk for breakfast and then with a little coffee on top
0: Beth? so it's not new then right
1: yeah apparently that's a thing this is uh let's see cincinnati coffee bread company has a recipe for it so
0: so my grandmother has been gone for many, many, many years. So for the, your grandmothers out there, this is probably something your grandkids will remember like I do.
1: That is really bizarre. Yeah, it's, they make bread and then put milk in it. Well, that sounds amazing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to research something like that because my weird combo is going to be like if I do like a piece of cake with like a scoop of ice cream on top, I'll also fill the bowl up with some milk. So I'll have like cake soaked in milk with the ice cream. Kind of similar. Uh, kind, kind of, similar, of similar, in similar in a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a yeah. instead of bread, it's a piece of cake or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did one time when I was younger, we didn't have any milk in the house. And so I did cereal with Diet Coke. That was the only thing that we had in the refrigerator. And it was a choice between water and Diet Coke. And so I tried the Diet Coke. But I don't think it qualifies for this question because it was food combinations you enjoy. And that wasn't one that I enjoyed. Well,
0: I can tell you one my <laughs> grandmother had that. That's a little different. She would always loved pancakes and she put a little bacon grease on it with mustard.
1: Wait, wait, pancakes and mustard.
0: And bacon grease. A little bit of bacon grease on top, yep.
1: I mean, I can get down with the bacon grease, but mustard? Oh yep, no, that's what
0: I said. Didn't sound good to me, so I never tried it. Yeah, I don't know about really?
1: that one. That that one that one. She was just trying. to – I think she was just messing with you guys at that point.
0: I know no, she ate it all the time. Oh, did she? Oh, yep, wow. Yep. Other different grandmother.
1: Yep. Different yep. grandmother. Oh, okay. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Well, those uh, that Ray family tree. I don't know. We've got some question marks now about some people in that family tree, Kevin. I don't know. I better dive deeper. <laughs> you better. You guys, you guys got some weird stuff going on there. No, I'm just messing around. I love it. Uh, well, there you go. Getting to know Kevin right a little bit better that one definitely takes the cake of weird combinations mustard and pancakes wow i would not have envisioned that before uh more coming up on today's show stay with us here on simply financial
0: what if we told you there was a simpler way to invest excellent that's what we thought
1: you're tuned in to Simply Financial, the show that helps you learn a little bit more about the financial world and how you might fit into it, how you can better prepare for retirement, how you can improve your situation. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. We like to often end our shows with a question from one of you. And if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can email Kevin at kevin at insidefolios.com. Judy says, I just got married last month. We're both in our late 60s and both lost our previous spouses to cancer within the past five years and we both have three kids Uh, we both bring our own assets to the marriage although he has more than me Uh, how do we make sure that his kids inherit the wealth that he's built over the years while also making sure i'm financially okay if i outlive him
0: well, Judy, that's a really good question, and believe it or not, we I see this quite often in my office with the same situation you just explained. So, are there, there are some things that you can do in your uh, in your situation. So, let's look at a couple. So, for your in your husband's uh, accounts, you could name your own children as beneficiaries on your account so if, if for instance, you would name your three children on your beneficiary of all your savings accounts and IRAs and those types of things, and your husband can could do the same and when you are gone, when you walk out of life, what is left over in your account will go directly to your children, and the same would happen for your husband but that doesn't mean you know that uh, your your assets go to your husband, so if you name beneficiaries, it goes to whoever you name as primary beneficiary. The other question you had was, how do you make sure you're okay financially if you outlive him? Well, this is where life insurance comes in. And I know I just said life insurance, lots of people cringe, but life insurance could address your problem. You could purchase a life insurance policy on your husband to replace the lost income that you would receive if something should happen to him. So if your husband walks out on life, the life insurance would walk into your life there's one caveat to this though your husband has to be healthy in order to qualify for the insurance so if your husband has some health issues the likelihood of you getting life insurance is probably pretty small so if he's healthy right now this should be something you should consider because you can take dollars and leverage them into tax-free dollars and that's exactly what life insurance does another option if that if you can't get the the life insurance would be to go to an attorney and put together a trust. Now remember, I'm not an attorney, I'm just giving you some advice here. So if this trust you could set up that if your husband passes before you, certain assets could be left in that trust to produce the income for you. In other words, you couldn't take the principal but maybe those assets could generate income for you. Um, and then when you are gone, what it, those assets would then pass on to his children. So those are three quick ways I want to give you, Judy. But the simplest way is to sit down and start doing the planning process. Because I can tell you from experience, we've had some people, because because it sounds like a very difficult process to, to start this I guarantee it isn't, but if you don't do something somewhere down the road, you will be sorry because you didn't put the plan together to address your question right now because it's obviously on your mind you've wrote in, you've asked the question. So, you know, move forward, don't procrastinate, get the answers that you need and sit down with somebody to figure this out.
1: Thanks for the great question, Judy. And yes, if you're in a similar situation to this and need some assistance and guidance, work with Kevin Ray. Uh, It's all part of a full planning process. Uh, You want to get a financial plan that's customized to your needs. You know, just as you can see, Judy has a lot of moving parts that might not apply to everybody. So that's why customization is so important. And also comprehensive planning, because you can see how many layers and how many stones need to be overturned to make sure that you're addressing all potential needs and issues in your financial plan. And here's the best part. You can get a complimentary review of your financial plan by working with Kevin and uh, calling into the show now. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888 885 plan Uh, You can also get in touch by going to insightfolios.com. 888-885-7526, though, is the number. And if you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message and Kevin can set up that time to meet with you. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin, we're out of time for this week's show. Enjoyed it as always, though, and uh, we'll look forward to another good show next weekend.
0: I look forward to it, Walter. See you next week.
1: All right. Thanks, Kevin. Have a great week and hope you do as well. Thanks for listening to the show today. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial.